the translation from the readings from today's Holy Mass from the second Sunday after the Epiphany, the epistle from St. Paul's letter to the Romans. Brethren, having, having different gifts according to the grace that is given to us, either prophecy to be used according to the rule of faith, ministry in ministering, or he that teacheth in doctrine, he that it exhorteth in exhorting, he that giveth with simplicity, he that ruleth with carefulness, he that showeth mercy with cheerfulness, he let love be without dissimulation, hating that which is evil, cleaving to that which is good, loving one another with the charity of brotherhood, with honor, preventing one another, in carefulness, not slothfulness, in spirit of fervent, a fervent spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, constant in prayer, communicating to the necessities of the saints, pursuing hospitality. Bless them that persecute you. Bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that rejoice. Weep with them that weep, being of one mind and one towards each other, not minding high things, but consenting to the humble. Now the translation of today's Holy Gospel according to St. John. At that time, there was a marriage in the city of Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And Jesus was also invited to the wedding, and his disciples as well. And they ran out of wine. The mother of Jesus said to him, They have no more wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what is this to me and to you? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the waiters, Whatsoever he shall say to you, do it. Now there were set there six pots of stone, according to the manner of the purification of the Jews, containing two or three measures apiece. Jesus said to the waiters, Fill the water pots with water. And they filled them to the brim. And Jesus said to them, Draw out now and carry to the chief steward of the feast. And they did so. And when the chief steward had tasted the water made into wine, he knew not where it came from, but the waiters knew who had drawn the water. The chief steward called the bridegroom and said to him, Every man at first sets forth good wine, and then, when man has well drunk, then he puts out what is less desirable. But you, you have kept the good wine until now. This was the beginning of the miracles by Jesus Christ in Cana of Galilee. And he manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. There is no limit to how far a man can go or what he can do, provided that he doesn't mind who gets the credit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen. Dear faithful, there is no limit, no limit to how far a man can go and what he is capable of doing provided that he does not mind who gets the credit.
My father first told me this as a young boy, telling me of President Ronald Reagan and how President Ronald Reagan used this to be a motto for his life, for his presidency. And my father told me that this is what will make you a true man. And today, in the Holy Gospel, the very Son of Man, the Word made flesh, teaches us through His own example that this is what real men and real Christians, therefore, are made of. There is no limit to what we can do as Christians and how far we can go, provided we do not mind who gets the credit. Today's gospel is not unlike a rich and good wine, the best that exists, so complex, layered with so many notes, that we could go up and down this short gospel and really taste all of the richness that is there contained therein. There is no limit to what it is that we could glean from this first miracle of our Lord. But for today, may I highlight this single note for all of us. The example of our Lord Jesus Christ. This was His first public miracle. The manifestation of His divinity to the world, now ready to receive the redemption that they so needed. This should have been broadcasted, podcasted, everything possible in order that we might know and all might hear of this very important deed in the life of our divine Lord in His redemptive incarnation. And yet, notice how He did this first miracle with discretion and with humility. Notice in the Gospel that when the chief steward tasted the water made into good wine, he went to the bridegroom, the host of our Lord Himself, there at the feast. And he said to him, You have given us the good wine now. You have saved for us the good wine when usually you put out the good wine first, let people get drunk, and then you serve them the swill afterward to think that you would have more to give. But no, you, the bridegroom, our host, has saved the good wine until now. Everyone that knew what Jesus had done knew who deserved the credit. And our Lord allowed the credit to be given to his host as a guest in his house. The deference, the delicacy, the humility, and the charity of our Lord in this first miracle where he would give us water turned into wine. St. Augustine, St. Augustine comments that this is a miracle most certainly, but is it not also a miracle that God has created the universe in such a way that when the rain falls on the ground, nourishes the vines, produces the grapes, allows man to take those grapes, to crush them, to squash them, and to produce juice, 
and then allow us to ferment that juice and that that process would give us the wonderful drink of wine that gladdens our hearts and makes warm what was once cold. This miracle teaches us something about God himself. God is perfect, but he is not a perfectionist. God is perfect, and he is not a perfectionist. He allows us to do things for him. He knows that he could do them better than we can. He knows that he's perfect and everything that he could do, he could do it himself and it would be perfect. But he wants us to be a part of his perfection. He wants to extend to us the opportunity and the invitation to be a part of his redemption. Began there in the crash continued throughout his public ministry, which he began this very day at the wedding feast of Cana, and then would continue to the cross where he would shed all of his blood, all of every last drop, in order that we would be redeemed and that we would be a part of his redemption and that we would help redeem other people. This is the mystery of the economy of the mystical body of Christ, the one holy Roman Catholic and apostolic church, the mystical bride of Christ, outside of whom there is no salvation. Because this, this is what God has given to us as our participation to save souls, to bring them into this family, to bring them into this feast, this wedding feast, that make no mistake about it, there is a reason why our Lord chose a wedding, a marriage, in order to manifest His first miracle. He is the Lord of heaven and earth, the creator of all things, and the king of the universe, who from the very beginning created holy matrimony, a one man, one woman, to be forever together in order that they may promulgate the human species and therefore populate the kingdom of heaven through the sacraments, through prayer, and through a Christian life of virtue. This is what he has asked us to participate in. And like making good wine, it takes time. It takes patience. It takes perseverance. And in all things, Our Lady, when we turn to her, we notice that she says two things. She tells our Lord what we need, and then she tells us, whatever He tells you, do it. by the graces that we receive in the sacraments, by the special graces that we receive on this particular day in the liturgical year. Let us take a lesson also from the liturgy. Consider the first miracle of our Lord. And the Holy Church asks us to put back on the green vestments of simply, you might say, the time throughout the year, the time after the Epiphany the humility that we would not 
rejoice in white or gold as we have these past weeks, but rather that she would ask us to adopt the humility of her Lord in order that his miracle might take the first rank. To contemplate this miracle, this miracle of creation, this miracle of redemption, and ultimately the miracle of our sanctification, whereby God takes the ordinary water of our human lives and existence and wishes to, by our cooperation and our obedience to His commands, transform it, transubstantiate it into the living water, the wine of eternal salvation, which He offers to us on the holy altar, transubstantiated into His most precious blood in order that we would be nourished now and unto life everlasting. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.